for listening to the Life Church Weekly Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. And for any other messages or other resources, please visit us at lcboise.com. And God is good. Can I get an amen? All right, well, I had to work with the first service about this, so let's work again. This is a participation sport, so someone's got a good, all right, who else? Can I get an amen? Hallelujah? Can I get a, <coughs> all right, that works. It's just for me, not for you, you know. Uh, you just, so quick statistics really quickly, you know, if you just sit there and listen, you're like 32% uh, retention rate. If you take notes, that jumps up to, uh, to like 50-something percent, and if you take notes, you participate, and you pay attention, you're 76% uh, engaged, you'll retain about 76% of information today, so our hope is that you retain a lot of this, amen? amen. All right, guys, well, I'm excited, uh, again, I just thank uh, Pastor Mark for, uh, like Mac was saying, for allowing me to, to be up here, he doesn't take this lightly, and uh, he he really seeks the Lord, and we do as well as the rest of the staff, and we just, we love you guys very much, and we want to give you the uh, anointed fresh word of God. Does that make sense? All right, so I've been a youth pastor for almost seven years now, and uh, I've seen a lot of exciting, really cool things. I'm really excited for the future, uh, not just in the youth ministry, but in the kids and in the adults ministry as well. Uh, I'm just seeing the hand of God, and it is exciting. Who's excited about the future? Okay, like half of you. Remember that whole participation thing? <laughs> if you're asleep, wake up in Jesus' name. Uh, who's excited about the future? Can I get an amen? There we go. I'm really excited too. You know, God is just good. God is good. I'm excited to see, continue to see the goodness of the Lord. Um, it's just amazing. Um, I want to give you a quick rundown of winter camp really quickly. Winter camp was, <laughs> who said, uh, thank you. Appreciate that. Hey, all my youth in the house, can I get a woo woo? I have one thing to ask you is uh, small groups. There we go. That's what we do with our small groups is we shout out our name. We've named every one of them. We have a great time. So if you have a youth, a little promo, if you have a youth in that age group, send them on over. We'll love on them and bless them. All right, so uh, <laughs> winter camp was awesome. We had a great time. We had uh, eight youth saved, 15 were baptized in the Holy Spirit. We had a bunch of healings. We had back, feet, shoulders, a rib that was out that's back in. I didn't know they could float, but apparently they can unfloat. Um, we had an internal deformity, which I don't know exactly what that internal deformity was, but it was, it was fixed by the power of the Lord. Can I get an amen? Cool. Yes. That's right. Thank the Lord. That's right. Uh, and through the teaching and the ministry uh, of the Holy Spirit, it was awesome. Uh, a lot of youth were able to experience the presence of the Holy Spirit for the first time, tangible presence of the Holy Spirit, and they were able to hear his voice for the first time. And uh, a lot of people got direction, including myself, on not just personal things, but ministry things, and it was just a great time at all. So I just want to say thank you if you were the ones who supported financially and also the ones uh, who prayed for us as well. So. Uh, thank you so much, and it was, it's good seed and uh, good ground, so uh, I'm super excited. So, uh, At the end of the message, you're going to hear three things. Uh, one of, the first one is this. If you're curious about Jesus and want to know more about him, you're going to hear a little bit more about that. Number two, if you're a believer and have fallen away and can't hear God's voice, uh, you're going to uh, hear a little bit more about that as well. And number three, if you want to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today. 
You're going to hear about those at the very end of the service, just letting you know. So let's pray. Father, we just thank you so much for today. We thank you for your spirit. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for moving amongst us right now. Thank you for your inspiration. We thank you. We thank you, Lord, right now that our hearts are soft and pliable to you. We thank you, Lord, that as your word goes in our hearts, it is not just there and stagnant, but it goes and it does what it's sent there to do, Lord. And I just thank you so much that, we, that it reaps a harvest in our life, Lord. I just thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. My message today is called, We Need Each Other. We Need Each Other. Man, you guys are a completely different group than first service. This is like, well, what's going on here? Uh, we need each other. Jeez, this could be fun. We might just be here till like 4 o'clock in the afternoon this way. All right. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I believe this is, uh, <laughs> this is what the Lord wants to minister right now. I believe this is a word from him. And, um, you know, I, I, I like to preach. I like to, to get everyone fired up like you guys currently are. And uh, he wants me to teach a little bit today. So we're going to go a little bit different direction. And uh, we're going to have fun. So um, aren't you excited? <laughs> I'm not done yet. Praise the Lord. All right, hallelujah. Come on, let's just get it out. Hallelujah! 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 Now let me teach before you pull preach out of me, all right? All right, aren't you excited that God has created systems in our life? Aren't you excited that God has created systems for us specifically? I mean, if, if you were able to be here with Greg Fritz, you'll find out that the, the earth was made specifically for man. God formed that for man, for us. The animals, the plants, the land, the Garden of Eden was set up specifically for man. This universe was created for us. And all of these are systems that God put in place for us, specifically for our benefits. Can I get an amen on that one? Okay, good. He is perfectly form those systems and look the best we could ever do would not even come close to the systems that he has put in place you guys with me we as man couldn't put anything like that together even if we tried i mean it was it's a miracle we have cell phones nowadays okay back in the day they were sending smoke signals you know what i'm saying and so he has created a bunch of systems for us to access our core needs and wants as well as our desires. Okay, you guys with me? I know it's a little bit different. I told you I'm teaching, not preaching now. He has put systems in place for us to access our core needs, things that we need, things that we not just desire, but need, things we have to have, okay? He's put things in place uh, and, and a way for us to access uh, success. Who wants to be successful? Wow, like same thing, half the people. The rest of you guys just want to quit and be done with life? What's up with that? You don't want to be successful? Come on, who wants to be successful? Yeah, that's right. So do I. That's why I raised my hand. Who wants a big one? Fulfillment in their life. I wasn't even finished and you guys were already raising your hand. It's not a roller coaster ride. I want fulfillment too in my life. I want fulfillment. I can tell you a quick testimony. 
the last couple of years, I've been really struggling with being fulfilled in my life, and I know it comes from the Lord, and I'm like, Lord, what is the deal? How do I find this thing out? Where, where do I search? Where do I find this? And, and he's been showing, revealing those things to me about how to be fulfilled in him, and that's such a big deal. So fulfillment. How about joy? Who wants joy in their life? Yeah. Mm. I almost looked like a wave for a minute. It's pretty cool. How about significance? Who wants to be significant? Okay, half the people again. All right. <clears throat> what does that mean to be significant? It means, it, it means to leave a legacy. It means you had a mark on this world. You just weren't born, lived your own little life, and then died and, and changed nothing around you. Meaning you did something with your life. You fulfilled the call on your life so you could hear, well done, my good and faithful servants. That's significance. The world's definition of significance is money and stuff. God's significance is, well, you're here later, but it's to pour our life out for others. To have him say, well done. That's significance in our life. Getting me to preach. Peace. Who wants peace in their life? Yeah. Heck yeah. How about love? Love. Okay, again, half you guys only want love. You must be filled up with love. That's, that's awesome. It's cool. Um, you want love. And the last, and something that people don't realize as much as, we, is, as much as Americans have choice, but we want variety in our life, okay? We want variety. That's why when you guys buy uh, uh, nuts and stuff at the store, you don't just buy all like cashews and all just peanuts and all this. You buy the trail mix. Can I get an amen? And we know the truth about the trail mix too. That's right. The truth is you are fooling yourself thinking you're eating healthy nuts, but really you're after them M&Ms. Straight up. I know. My boys are the same way. <laughs> if you don't know, I've got three children. I've got a six-year-old, a three-year-old, and a seven-month-old. All boys. Pray for me. Pray for me. And we have one, one model in our, in our household that's, uh, well, I can't tell you some of them over the, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, which is go hard, go big or go home. And guess what? They go big, I'm just saying, so pray for me. <sighs> Let me bring a couple of examples to mind uh, of, of this world that a lot of times we don't even think of that God has established systems for us. And some of those things are like the water cycle, the water cycle. And three people are like, I know what that is. Everyone else is like, mm. <laughs> All right, water from the ocean evaporates, goes in the clouds, flies over the earth, and drops 10 feet of snow on Boise this winter. <laughs> and 170,000 inches on Bogus and everywhere else, okay? That's the water cycle, and then that melts, goes down into our aquifer, and we drink the water, all right? Praise the Lord. Let me tell you another cycle. How about the growth cycle of food? Aren't we excited about food? Some of you guys are hungry already. I said, dang it, I said food. Uh, the, the growth cycle in food, you plant a seed in the ground, you water it, it grows up, you harvest it, you eat it, you do it over and over and over again. Now, check this out. Imagine if we didn't have those two cycles. We wouldn't have any food. Imagine if, if the earth that wasn't covered with six inches of topsoil that the earth could rain on and make fertile soil. God has, established, again, established these amazing systems for us, and it would be ugly without them. Could you imagine if one of those cycles broke down or one of those cycles was thrown out of skew? Imagine this. Look at California, thrown out of skew. They were drought, 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 and then they got just crazy amounts of water and everything's breaking and stuff's happening, going crazy. Uh, I lived in Reno for a few, uh, for a few years, and in one weekend, they got 
billion gallons of water in Lake Tahoe in one weekend. I mean, talk about the system being out of skew and what damage that can cause. In the same way for us, we have to be in the right system and handle the systems of God in the same way or else we will be out of skew. No amens, huh? Okay. Ooh, told you I was teaching. All right. Could you imagine, though? I mean, what it would be like? So a bunch of people would be hungry. A bunch of people would be thirsty. You'd either be too hot or too cold. You guys with me? If these systems broke down. Uh, it would be a miserable life. It would be like one of those scary movies. Who likes scary movies? Put your hands down. You guys are crazy. I mean, life is scary enough. Life is scary enough, especially driving on Eagle Road sometimes. <laughs> You're like, man, hanging crosses from your thing, mirror. You're trying to figure it all out. No. It, life is scary enough for me. You know, when, I, when we go sometimes to the movies and uh, a scary movie might pop up, I literally do this. I close my eyes, I plug my ears, and I pray in tongues because I don't like that stuff at all. And sometimes, if you're with me, you might think I'm nuts, but sometimes I get really aggressive. Who's some people have been in the movies with me? I get really aggressive. I'll be like, punch you in the face. I just get real aggressive about things, and, and I don't like scary movies. And you shouldn't like them either. Life is scary enough. But we're overcomers in Jesus' name. It also reminds me of like Revelation. You know, the, those, those cycles breaking down and that destruction reminds me of the book of Revelation. Imagine that, the cycles break down and the earth is going nuts. All right, today I want to focus on one of those systems. I believe it's one of the uh, uh, very, very important systems for us. And I believe more than ever we need it. And that is the system of we need each other. Each other. We need each other. Can I get an amen? amen. Okay. Uh, we need each other. Even the world sees the need for this and they're trying to fill it with like, things like Facebook and Instagram, and other social media, which they're finding out are not social at all. They work exactly opposite. The world even recognizes these needs that need to take place because of what's happening in our society, specifically in American society, and they're trying to fill those voids, and they can't do it, okay? <clears throat> We're in a day and age where more than ever, we have to have God's system. Uh, and what does it do? It supports each other so we can support each other, love each other, and just good old-fashioned hang out with each other. Who likes to hang? Okay, half of you. This message is for everyone else who had their hands down. All right. If we allow this system to break down in our lives, it will be devastating, not just for us, but for the body of Christ. Not just for us. Look at some of these families. Uh, well, some, some of the things. Why? Without us, we won't be able to feel God's call on our life. We won't be able to, to, to really fulfill the, or experience the fullness of the Spirit. Now, what do I mean by that? You have the fullness of the Spirit, but here's the deal. How, who's worshipped and prayed at their house before? It's pretty awesome, right? Or in the car and whatnot. It's good. Say it's good. You bet it's good. Now, who's come together like on a Wednesday night and got after it and was like, it's real good? Okay, like three people. Okay, let me invite you. Wednesday night, we have what's called believers meetings. You should come over, come out, hang out with us, chill, bring some food if you want to, and, uh, and come experience the, uh, the presence of God like you've never experienced before, possibly, okay? Okay. <clears throat> And the biggest reason why is because, these are some reasons, it's because God commanded us 
to be with each other. God commanded us to be with each other. Does that make sense? And he set all these different systems. Now, here's some of the things. He commanded us to gather together. He commanded us to bear one another's burdens, to love one another, to help one another in a time of need, to mourn in comfort with each other, to bless one another with gifts. One person likes gifts. To bless one another with gifts. That's right. To praise the Lord together. To minister to other to others together. <laughs> to protect each other and to spur one another to greatness instead of mediocrity. Right? As iron sharpens iron. You guys with me? You know that verse. To spur one another from mediocrity to greatness in the Lord. Okay. Keep in mind, though, this is not ma- my plan or man's plan. This is God's plan. You with me? This is God's plan. If it's God's plan and he commands us to do it, we have to what? Do it. Do you know why? Because doers of the word are blessed, not just hearers only. You you with me? I I said that backwards. But doers of the word are blessed. Doers of the word will reap the benefits of these systems put in place. Does that make sense? All right. We too must involve ourselves with each other just like we involve ourselves with the Sabbath, like today, taking a day of rest. Don't we thank God that he established a time for us to rest physically? He established a time for us uh, to come together at least once a week, the bare minimum, for us to gather together and worship the Lord together and minister to each other? Aren't you excited about that? All right, now imagine if we did that more often. How, much, how, how cool would that be? Okay, like four people. Again, we have this thing called a Wednesday night service. <laughs> Happens every night or every Wednesday, okay? Uh, it, the thing is about it is when you start understanding the freedom with inside of being submitted to God, you will find a whole nother life. It's called laying your life down and having his arise up inside of you, picking up his. It's way cool. It's way cool. And, you know, I'm just excited about, about uh, uh, the systems we have play here in, at Life Church put in place. It's just amazing how many people get saved here. Isn't it amazing when you follow and pursue the Lord and seek after him? How many people get saved? How many people are set free and healed and junk and stuff come off? Okay, so let's look at some examples of why we need each other in the Word. Let's look at some examples of why we need each other in the Word. Turn to Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10. If you're taking notes, there's, I've got like six points, and they have multiple points with the side of each other. They're all in these verses, though. So if you write the verse down, you'll figure it out. First one is this, to comfort, exhort, and gather together. Comfort, exhort, and gather together. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24 and 25. <clears throat> and let us consider how to spur one another on to love and to good deeds, let us not le- neglect of meeting together. Everyone say, <laughs> no, not amen. Say, let us not neglect meeting together. As some have made it a habit, but let us encourage one another. And all the more as you see the day approaching. What day is that? Day of the Lord, return of the Lord. That's right. And do you believe we're in the last time? We're in the end of days? Absolutely. You've got Israel back in the land. You've got all these different players coming together for, uh, for the great 
war and you've got what's a bubbling, if you guys can't tell in your spirit, bubbling of the spirit of God like this, a wave of just absolutely awakening that's about to take place. I don't know if you all if, if feeling that or expecting that and seeing that around you. It's just amazing. I'm excited for it, okay? Number two is this. The reason why is because God's presence and power. God's presence and power. You want to turn to Matthew chapter 18. Matthew chapter 18. Verse 19 and 20 says this. Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on anything, touching anything, that they ask, uh, that they shall ask, it shall be done for them by my Father which is in heaven. Verse 20, for where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. Where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. Now I've had quite a few experiences, I'm sure you guys have too, about gathering together with your friends or whatnot in your house or wherever you may be, and then all of a sudden a reverence comes on you and all of a sudden even if you're at a restaurant or whatever the atmosphere changes and you notice the god is there wanting to do something has anyone experienced that before it's pretty amazing yeah most of us have and that is the reason why again this is a command these are not suggestions right it's like jesus saying i suggest you receive me as your lord and savior right he didn't say that he's like come on now let's do this all right here's the other thing i want to give you a slight a, a slight twist to this verse okay when two or three are gathered together, there shall be food in the midst of them. Three people. All right. When two or three are gathered together, there shall be food in the midst of them. Why is that? Why do I say that and why do I add that in here? I don't know why, but it always seems like when you see people gathering in the word, they're always eating and drinking and fellowshipping. Okay? They're always doing something around food. Even Jesus, the Last Supper, they're eating together. You see him eating together all the time. It's pretty amazing. When he picked up several of his disciples, they were fishing for what? Food, right? <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Don't neglect food or else you get really skinny. <laughs> That's not been my problem. <laughs> okay, number three. Number three, if you're taking notes, it's for... Uh, training, it's for relaxing, shellaxing, or chilling, okay? It's for financial support and discipleship. You want to turn to Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2. This, these are, again, the whys we're doing this. <clears throat> Acts chapter 2, verse 42. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship of breaking of bread and prayer. There's that food again. And prayer. And everyone was filled with awe at many wonders and signs performed by the apostles, all the believers were together. Everyone say, all, all the believers, believers were together. together. There's that together again. And had everything in common. They sold their property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together. Everyone say, together. together. In the temple courts. They broke bread uh, there in their homes and ate together. Everyone say, together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily to those who were being saved. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? With the things that happen. This is why we do this together. Because it's for the purpose of training. It's for the purpose of relaxing. It's for the purpose of eating. Praise the Lord. It's for Because, look, talk about variety, okay? Um, there are some people in here who know how to cook some really good food. 
Aren't you glad you're able to experience some of that amazing food? Come on now, potlucks are the best because you got so many different variety. Okay, just me. All right, here we go. <laughs> Financial support. You know, when you're, when you're in need, you have a brother there that's willing to help you out. This is why we do things, everyone say, together. Yes. And discipleship. Discipleship happens together. Discipleship happens together. Let me say it one more time. Discipleship happens together. You can't, do, you can't disciple your own self. Right? Stop doing that. No. I'm going to spank you. I don't care. That just doesn't work, right? Okay, just me. Number four, again, why? Watch this one. You're going to like this one. Number four. Helping your church supporting of what God is doing. This is number four, the fourth reason why. Because you're supporting what God is doing here. And you're not just supporting what God is doing, but you're supporting the leaders. And I have a, an example of that of Exodus. Don't turn there, but Exodus, you can look this up later. Exodus chapter 17, okay? Let me set up the story. Uh, uh, Moses is, is walking the Israelites who have grumbled and disobeyed, and so they're taking a long journey through the wilderness, okay? And they get really thirsty, and they complain to Moses. Moses, give us some water. You took us out of Egypt. Not God. You took us out of Egypt. We followed after you. Give us some water. They started grumbling. And they were like, if you don't give us some water, we're going to stone you. So Moses was like, all right, I'm going to go talk to God. So God says, okay, here's what you're going to do. You can take the elders together. You're going to hit a rock. And out of the rock is going to come water, et cetera, et cetera. You guys probably know the story. If not, go back and read it. Awesome story. And then all of a sudden, this, these other group of free people, this tribe, the Amalekites, come to go down and kill the Israelites. They're like, I don't know why, they just had beef, and so they're like, we're going to come down and kill you. And so Moses, they come up with this plan, where Moses, Aaron, and Hur, this is the name, H-U-R, Hur, right? Is that right? Hur? They go up to the top of the hill, and they say, we'll pick a few people on our side to go fight. And when Moses lifts up his staff and holds it in the air, then the, the Israelites will win. But if Moses gets tired and puts his arm down, the Israelites will lose. You guys with me? You see the setup here? Well, they go to war, right? And Moses is like, I'm a strong dude. I'm a shepherd. I hold this all day. Well, a couple of hours go by, and guess what's happening? His arms are drooping. and get tired, right? Before you know it, his arms drop down, and the Amalekites start winning against the Israelites. This was happening. Aaron and her were like, oh, we got this. It didn't say anything about him having to hold his hands up by himself. So they put a rock underneath Moses. He sits down, and Aaron and her hold Moses' hands up. And by the end of the evening, the Israelites had defeated the Amalekites. Isn't that awesome? In the same way, we need to support our leaders and help them hold things up, help them move, help them work through things. You guys ready? Okay, cool. And then number five is moral support, okay? And Galatians, don't turn there, but Galatians chapter two, excuse me, chapter six, verse two says this, carry each other one, one another or each other's burdens, and in that way you will fulfill the law of Christ. And the list goes on and on and on. Can I get an amen? amen. Okay. <clears throat> the reason why we can do all of these things is it's the love of God, it's the spirit of God that has changed us and empowered us to do all things that he has commanded. And the greatest commandment is to love one another. And if you love someone else, someone else to love one another, we'll see here what that looks like in this, in this uh, next uh, verses here. Turn to John chapter 15. John chapter 15. I'm going to start off in verse 9. 
John chapter 15, verse 9. It says this, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in that love. Let me guess, or let me say this. Um, was that a suggestion? Are you sure? What was that? A command. That was my oldest son, Trey. Don't hit your brother. That wasn't funny. Okay. <laughs> Some of you guys are having flashbacks. Ah! It was a command. Trey, don't hit your brother. Stephen, which is my middle child, don't hit your brother. And that's a command. In the same way, I know that you're like, why is he getting all violent on us? In the same way, though, that was not a suggestion. He said this, now remain in my love. That's not a suggestion. That's a command. Number, verse 10, if you keep my commands, you will remain in my love just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. Verse 11, I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Verse 12, uh, my command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Now here's the, the kicker. Here's the, the verse that you need to pay attention to. This describes all of this setup in verse 13. Greater love has no one than this, but to lay down one's life for one's friends. To lay down your life for one's friends. If you love someone, you are going to lay your life down for them. Does that make sense? You guys with me? Verse 14. You are my friends if you do what I command. 15. I no longer call you servants. Because servants do not know their master's business. Instead, I have called you friends for uh, everything that I have learned of my father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. And so that whatever you ask in my name, the father will give to you. This is my command, to love one another. To love one another, okay? So loving each other, to love one another equals what? Giving. Giving of what? Giving yourself. It's this. Your life, this is what's giving is, your life to the obedience of the word, which is considering others over yourself. You guys with me? That's giving. To the obedience of the word, considering others over yourself. And of course, the word and the spirit work together. You guys with me? Okay, cool. The second part of that is um, a, a lot of times... We have things that uh, hold us back, or sometimes we have uh, ways of looking at things that may not line up with the word. For instance, like this, if you've been in children's ministry, you'll know, and you've heard this test, uh, uh, teaching before, that obedience is greater than sacrifice. Has anyone heard that teaching before? Okay, if you haven't, I suggest you go to children's ministry. They do it like once, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but look it up in Isaiah. It's, obedience is greater than sacrifice. A lot of times we'll have God or ask God what to do about a situation. He'll tell us what to do, and especially in his word, he'll tell us what to do. And we will make excuses or say, well, I'll tell you what, let's negotiate here. And so for me, what that looked like from, in my own life is God said, I want you to get up at a certain time. I want you to read the word for a certain time and then get ready to go to work and go to work, and I want you to do that a lot. And so I made him a deal for one day, because that's as long as it lasted, was this. All right, I'll get up later than what you told me, and I'll read just a little bit, but on the way to work, I will listen to praise and worship music, and I'll think about you all day long. You know how long, like I said, how long did it last but one day? 
the Lord was like, did I tell you to do something, or are you going to do your own thing? And I was like, yes, Lord. Has anyone had an experience like that before? Again, obedience is greater than sacrifice. So when the Lord says to us, hey, come together, come together, be as one, be as one body, do you think it's important for us to obey him? Again, obedience is greater than what you would consider sacrifice. Don't shout me down now. Don't shout me down. Okay. Watch this, though, on three. If we, this is what the benefits are. If we obey his commands, we will have his joy and all of the things that come with Jesus, fulfillment, understanding, love, all these different things that come with Jesus. You guys with me? That's if we obey. Okay, we need to recognize the importance of each other and not look at laying down our life as a task, but as a joy. You guys with me? Jesus joyfully, he, it was because of the joy he went to the cross. It wasn't because he was like, ah. Now his flesh freaked out. That was like the worst scary movie ever. Freaked out, but it was his pleasure to die for us. You guys with me? Okay. What does this look like an expression for us at Life Church? Well, it looks like what? What does it look like? Services. Looks like Wednesday night services. What else does it look like? Looks like life groups. Looks like life groups. Small groups? I got Care Bears. Small groups? That's right. There we go. That, that are the youth's small groups. We get them to name each other and we have a great time. So, oh, by the way, shameless plug again. If you have a youth, bring them in. All right. We have a place for you. <clears throat> what else does this look like for us? It looks like other ministries who go out and do different things. And you can join them together and have a great time and, and see the glory of the Lord. And what you're doing when you're doing this is giving God the glory. By you obeying him, it gives God the glory. You with me? All right. So some of the things we need to do, some of the things, actionable things that we can do, expressed out is this. We need to give back. We need to give back. If you esteem someone greater than yourself, you will give back to them, right? So a good relationship, this is extra credit for you guys, a good relationship is when a husband and wife gives completely to the other person and vice versa, they give completely back, not expecting anything in return. That is an amazing relationship. Is that hard to do? Can you do it on your own? No, you can't. But guess what you can do? You can have the Spirit of God, His grace, empower you to do things that you couldn't do on your own either. So when we give back, we give with what? Money, right? Everyone's like, cricket, cricket. Nope, uh-uh, no. You'll see why I say money here in just a second. Uh, the same thing as coffee. Let's buy some people some coffee, hang out, and chat, right? You with me? You know what the world tries to do to do the same thing? They go to bars and get drunk and do stupid stuff. We go to coffee shops and get filled with the Spirit and do awesome stuff. Or in your homes, give them coffee in their homes, or a cafe out here, or in the cafe service, right? Okay, anyway. Um, you bless them with their skills. What can you do that I can't do, and what can I do that you can't do? Let's bless each other. Let's give back. Let's give back. How about this? How about what if you have a skill to work on a car? What if you have a skill to paint or to fix something, like I said, that you can't? We need more God acts of kindness. 
God acts of kindness, which I try to pronounce this, and it's G-A-O-K, Gaok. We need more Gaok. <laughs> uh-huh, that's what went over like that to me. I was like, that's just weird. But you'll remember that. Gaok, God acts of kindness. What does that look like? What would you think? I, I know my imagination just started going for it. And I said this, what if I bring people food just because? It's amazing when donuts show up here in the office, and I'm like, oh, an angel came and visited us. We had donuts, praise the Lord. And then mysteriously, the coffee maker just decided to make coffee. Oh, hallelujah, right? <laughs> what if we got together as a small group, and we knew maybe someone was in need, and we paid their power bill or their gas bill? Come on now, what can we give ourselves? Does it take a whole lot? It doesn't. We could start with small things and believe God for bigger things. How about this? What if we drop a bag of groceries on someone's, uh, someone's doorstep, play ding dong ditch, and try to run out of there, get in the car, and leave before they showed up? <laughs> right? That would be amazing. You can't tell me that's fun. You guys will be having flashbacks when you were kids, except for the bags would be full of different stuff. All right. <laughs> what if. <laughs> <laughs> you surprise someone with gift cards, right? Yeah, come on now. What if, what if you surprise someone and you prayed for them and you got them healed, right? You knew someone was sick. You went out there and you ministered to them. You went as a group and the presence of God was there and mm, people are getting healed. What? That's what I'm talking about. It's happening right now. All right, here's what I want you to do for me just for a second. I want you to dream with me for just a second. I want you to imagine right now that you gathering with a few people as the Holy Spirit just tells you, hey, go hook up with that person and that person and that person. You guys start doing things together. Write them down. Dream about it. Come together as a unit. Come together. Believe God. Let's see what he can do. Imagine as you find someone and you're like, man, let's just go get a $10 gift card and go bless someone. Here's what I suggest. Start here. Remember, everything works from the inside out. Start here in the local body. Who, some find someone here. Come on, put your ear to the ground. You'll know. You'll find people that are needing something. Go bless them with someone. Someone needs a pair of tires. Oh, you know what? Let's go give them like 300 bucks for a pair of tires. And then, and then we'll take the car from them and we'll just get, get put them on. And you know, if they can't figure it out, you know what? We will find the money or do whatever it is. Why can't we do that? We could do that. Come on, dream with me. Imagine how good you would feel, and it's not just based on feelings, but how fulfilled because you are obeying the word of God coming together with each other and just expressing the love of God through what you can do. I mean, we have groups already that go out in the town, that go to the Boys and Girls, or the Girls Academy. We have groups that go all over. Why can't you join them if they're already uh, doing stuff together? Join them. We've got lots of things going on. But listen, everyone say this. We need, we need each other. Each other. It's a hard message. And your flesh will kick and scream and say, no. And then you'll have a sweet wife, like my wife, who will say, honey, remember, it's your joy to pour your life out for the gospel's sake. And I'll be like, yeah, but it hurts. <laughs> and she says to me, look, if you continue to pursue, if you continue to do what the Lord says, you will reap if you don't faint. You will reap if you don't give up. All you got to do is say yes and keep going. 
and immediately popped in my mind was, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, right? You know who's got kids and grandkids. Everyone else is like, what? It's true. There is truth in that. Just keep going. The one who is submitted to the Lord or stubborn with God is the one that wins. The ones who say, I will not quit no matter what, and they remove that from their mind or heart and just keeps going, they will always win. You guys with me? Okay, don't just let this message, uh, you know, get you down. Realize this. You don't have to do it on your own. You have the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. You have the grace of God in your life. You have these amazing gifts, and, and actually fruit, if you actually want to call it right. You've got joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. All of these things, if you're saved, are working in your life, and you may not even realize this. And you have this thing that's so amazing. <clears throat> this amazing attribute it's unspeakable, unfathomable, unmeasurable, over-the-top, extravagant, life-changing, world-changing, glorious, majestic. And you know what that is? His love. His love. His love. His love. Amen. That's right, we do. I just want to, again, encourage you today. Look, you've heard the word of the Lord. You've heard it, and I believe that's a word for us now, especially in this body. You've heard the word of the Lord. Now act on it. Don't allow that seed to go in your heart. Don't allow it to just sit there and die. Don't let the devil come over and steal it. Go and say, Lord, how do I cultivate this in my life? How do I grow so it produces a harvest that changes lives around me as well? We hope you enjoyed this message. Find our other messages on iTunes or visit our website at lcboise.com and follow us on social media, Life Church Boise. Thank you and have a blessed day.